The UEFA Congress was the first battleground for candidates vying to oust Sepp Blatter as FIFA president. You're listening to the latest edition of ATR Radio. I'm Nicole Bennett. Mark Bisson was in Vienna to cover the UEFA Congress last week for Around the Ranks and WFI. European football's governing body, which has 54 member federations, held its Congress on March 24th. In Vienna, as mentioned, apart from the re-election of UEFA president Michel Platini, one of the most interesting items on the agenda was the presentations of the three football executives bidding to dethrone Bladder. So, Mark, thanks for joining us. Um, how was or how significant was the UEFA Congress in the FIFA presidential race? Well, it's the first major Congress where the three presidential candidates have come together with Sepp Blatter and they've pitched their manifestos to uh, a gathering of football executives. Interesting point here is that Sepp Blatter would not or declined to take up the invitation from UEFA to present his own manifesto to the 54 uh, federations of Europe. Um, so it was left to him to uh, present his own brief presidential address in his uh, capacity as the head of world football, which which did very little really to uh, talk about his vision for his uh, his next four years as FIFA president, his fifth, possible fifth term. And really he left uh, the talking to be done by the other, the other three, Michael van Praag, uh, the Dutch football federation president, Jordanian Prince Ali Al bin Al Hussein, and also the former Portuguese star Louis Figo. Now, what happened here was that they each took the stage at the end of the Congress. Sepp Blatter was sitting in the front row next to FIFA Secretary General Jerome Valk. So it was a very awkward time, I think, for him. And he knew that coming into this Congress uh, last summer on the eve of the World Cup in Sao Paulo, I was there when he was confronted with a you know a virtual tirade of criticism from various uh, quarters of the UEFA Congress um, meeting in Brazil. Um, so he was expecting a tough term, and, and I think he got it. And I think he felt uncomfortable at various points in the Congress. When I, when I spoke to him ahead of the, uh, the Congress uh, kicking off, I said, how do you feel? And he said, I'm, I'm feeling fine. I'm a guest here. But he didn't really look that comfortable and I think he was uh, perhaps uh, happy to, to get away in the end. And what did you make of the first presentations from the candidates? It was a presentation they made to a major gathering of football executives, right? Well, that's right. I mean, everyone's tipping Prince Ali uh, of Jordan. He's the outgoing FIFA vice president. His uh, FIFA vice president role is being merged with that of Sheikh Salman, um, who's the Asian Football Confederation president. So he has nothing to lose in this. And he will not stand again for the FIFA executive. He's going for the uh, all out now for the, the biggest job in world football. He thinks he can take down Sepp Blatter. I think he, he won't do that, but I think he could come close. He needs lots of things to go his way in the next two months to, to stand any chance of dethroning Sepp Blatter. But actually on, on the day itself, uh, Michael van Praag, who's a, a UEFA veteran, he's been around football in Europe for I think 30 years now, um, and has known Sepp Blatter for uh, all, all of that time, I would have thought. So, kind of old, older colleagues, if you like, but Michael van Praag really hit home in the UEFA Congress presentation. And I think he, uh, he went for the jugular. Prince Ali didn't go for the personality sniping. Uh, Louis Figo was very bland and had little to say. But uh, I think the best point from van Praag really was when he was talking about the bribery, nepotism and waste of money the corruption at the heart of world football, these allegations that have uh, tarnished Sepp Blatter and tarnished FIFA 
over the past uh, five, six years, and more recently since the World Cup bribery scandal of 2010 when uh, Qatar and Russia won the World Cups. So I think um, Van Prague came out top here and you know, two months ago, so there's plenty plenty more for the other candidates to do. And I think Sir Blatter will be quite pleased that Prince Ali didn't uh, go for go for the jugular. So you mentioned you you spoke with Sepp Blatter. He was maybe feeling a bit awkward, but didn't really didn't really say much. Was he in a good mood despite attending a meeting where where a lot of football associations are against him right now? Well, that's right. As evidence in Sao Paulo um, in June last year, as I mentioned, he went into this thinking that he would perhaps uh, get a real pasting, um, and Michael Van Praagh gave him just that. But I think he he he'll walk away from this Congress thinking, well. Okay, I've been to the toughest Congress now in world football. He goes to the uh, uh, African Football Congress in in a couple of weeks. He's there at the um, Asian Football Congress also in in April, and he will get a more uh, a much easier ride there. African football is is where he has a stronghold of support, also in the Asian game. I was at the Congresses last again last summer in Sao Paulo on the eve of the World Cup, and you know they were um, he was talking about cash handouts, you know, in his quest for this. Uh, his fifth term as a FIFA, as FIFA president, and they were eating out of his hand. You know, he, he really has uh, a lot of support in those regions, and Prince Ali, Michael Van Praag, Louis Figo have, have a lot to do in order to kind of chip away at this support and in order to kind of get votes. I mean, you know, there's only two months to go, and uh, FIFA, FIFA president Sepp Blatt has been, been at this game for, you know, three three decades. He's been kind of working slowly towards this uh, re-election campaign, probably for a couple couple of years at least in 2011 he he, uh, he said he would stand down this summer and that's where Michel Platini who was re-elected last week in Vienna uh, and some of his colleagues are, are really kind of hurting they, they wanted a change of leadership Michel Platini said last year that he wanted a breath of fresh air he said it again last week uh, and even though his digs at Sepp Blatter were not as vociferous as perhaps he has been previously um, it, it's very clear that Michel Platin is falling out with Sepp Blatter's. It has been a, a process over the last, you know, year or so at least. Um, and I think I think what needs to happen now is a coalition of uh, support between uh, the, these three candidates who are backed by Europe. But they have to get these votes in different regions of the world, whether it be Asia, Africa, South America, and and Concacaf, uh, the North American um, Football Confederation. So I think um, it's going to be a tough time. For these other three candidates, but uh, you know they they might come close, but they need to need something to happen. They need to get some momentum now over the next two months. We've touched on this a little, but what's next for the FIFA presidential candidates? Any deadlines coming up? Well, they're all, they're all crisscrossing the globe at the moment. I think coming to last week's congress, they've been to you know they've been to, to kind of visit all the you know as many FAs as they can and meetings uh, all around the world uh, where there are. You know, voters. You know, there are 209 members of, of FIFA, and they really need to try and work on those uh, on those member federations, meet with the confederation bosses, and and work on on you know, fine tuning their manifestos really to 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 widen their appeal as, as candidates. What Sepp Blatter has is he has, as he said, I think last week or the week before, he he is not publishing a manifesto. Uh, he says his manifesto is his 17 years as FIFA president, um, and that's what he should be judged on, his track record. Some people might call it arrogance, but um, I think, uh, you know, he, he, he thinks he's got it in the bag. And what needs to happen from the other candidates is they need to get underneath his skin, they need to 
get into the federations around the world and tell them uh, what they can offer, how they can improve world football, uh, and what more they can do to, to rid football of corruption. Should be an interesting race in the uh, coming months. Well, again, that was ATR and WFI editor Mark Bisson with his perspective on some of last week's Congress for UEFA in Vienna and the FIFA presidential race. Be sure to check into Around the Rings and World Football Insider online on Facebook and Twitter. This is Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening.